Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. Uh, we have an email here from Dasha. Hi, Ben and Nathan. I've been an avid listener of your Thinking LSAT and LSAT Demon Daily podcast for the past couple of months as I've been studying for the LSAT and applying to law schools. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> I hope you're not doing both of those things at the same time. Sounds like they are. Dasha, you're, you're already doing it wrong. You should be studying for the LSAT until you have your best potential on record. Then you should be thinking about applications. So you're doing it wrong. But anyway, let's, let's hear some more. I was lucky to have been accepted to two great law schools after taking the LSAT once this past January. Okay, wow. So you you really are in the midst of applying. I, late. I was late and after only taking the LSAT once. I was really hoping for some advice as to deciding between Loyola Chicago that did not offer me any scholarships and Chicago Kent that offered me a $20,000 scholarship for background, I'm not going to wait another year and reapply. So I really would like some advice about which school may have better opportunities for me in the future. The tuition at both schools is approximately the same as well. I have done a lot of research into Loyola ever since I was accepted, and I have really fallen in love with oh the school and accepted the disaster. Appreciated the faculty that I've had the opportunity to speak with. Oh, wow. They're all selling you on this yep. dream. As I have just received my acceptance at Kent, I hope to also explore those connections before making my decision. I am also hoping to go into business law or intellectual property and both schools have a good IP program. <laughs> okay, so, um, I mean, we're going to keep reading your email, Dasha, but you, you're, being, you're being distracted by all the things that do not matter and that are going to be the same at every school. Remember, notice what happened here. You got accepted to Loyola and then you fell in love with it. Yeah. It's not like you 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 had reasons and then applied and got accepted. You got accepted and then you started to see how great it is. Well, notice that would happen for any school that you did research into. You would find that they have all the same things, they have all the same quote benefits. And so there's nothing special about this offer. Nothing. These schools are not good schools, by the way. I mean, they're okay. They're fine. They're regional law schools. I had to look them up because, you know, they're just not, they're not, Ben's on one coast and I'm on the other coast and neither of yeah. us know anything about these schools. So these are, you know, regional law schools. I know that yep. there are vastly better law schools in Chicago, by the way, University of Chicago Law School. That's the great law school in Chicago. Yeah. Not these schools. Chicago, yeah. uh, Kent is ranked 94th in the country. You know, it's right between, uh, Louisville and Catholic. Okay. Um, which are like, okay. Right. Catholic is a law school in DC that I could not name earlier today when we were recording yeah. a different episode. But definitely lower ranked. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just an okay law school. It's a regional law school. It's okay, but it's not great. Loyola Chicago is 73rd in the country, right? It's tied with, uh, American, Northeastern, um, Miami and Seton Hall, a bunch of like, I didn't even know that Seton Hall had a law school. So <laughs> Loyola Chicago is like very decidedly. Okay. Yep. These are not fantastic law schools. These are not prestigious law schools. These are not the kinds of law schools that people go to and then, you know, easily make six figure salaries. 
These are like, they're like, okay, regional trade schools that will certify you to practice the, to practice law. Like if you wanted to be a public defender, this would be the perfect school to go to if you were going for free. But you if think you're going to go practice. you were going for free, yes. The sorry. reason why I started laughing in the middle of Dasha's email is that Dasha thinks that she's going to go practice business law and intellectual property. That's exactly the type of shit that I thought I was going to do when I was naively going to UC Hastings back in 2011. Yeah. And, or 2008, I guess, is when I started. But I said that exact same thing. I'm going to go into business law or IP. I had no fucking clue what I was talking about. And you don't just go into IP law. No, you need to have a technical background. (laughs) Yeah. Are you going to be a patent agent? Like, do you have a science background? Because otherwise your odds of like going into IP law, it just doesn't really work that way. These schools telling you that they have a good IP program. Okay. Bullshit. Chicago has a good IP program because Chicago is a good law school. These law schools are okay, and they're selling you on the idea that they have, you know, we have an IP clinic, we have an IP class, but that doesn't mean that they're going to connect you to jobs in IP. You want to read the rest of Dasha's email? I do. She says, I have a feeling that you both will tell me to take the school that offers the scholarship. No, we won't. No, we're telling you to take... (laughs) Neither of these offers because the scholarship is not sufficient. You said previously in your email for background, I am not going to wait another year and reapply. Well, we're not going to take that as your answer. Like we're not going to give you bad advice to take either of these offers. Paying full price at Loyola Chicago would be a fucking disaster. And paying at Chicago Kent, you're going to get a $20,000 scholarship. I mean, that's a school that's ranked. OK, so they're, they're equivalent rankings. Like I don't, the difference between the two schools is nothing. Um, it's not it's not it's negligible. But, you know, this is a school that has a 50th percentile LSAT of 159. Like these are not killers. This is not masters of the universe. You are not going to go to this school and then magically come out like, oh, I'm in-house counsel at fucking Apple. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what is going to happen here. Yeah. And their tuition is $52,000 a year and you're going to get a $20,000 scholarship, which means you're going to pay $32,000 a year. You're going to graduate with six figures of debt from this school and you're not going to make six figures when you come out. Well, she continues. I do understand that neither of the schools rank incredibly high, nor do they differ too much from one another. And I would add, they don't differ much from any other school similarly ranked. And within... (laughs) Large swaths of that that from ranking 50 system to one fifty, yeah, that's all, it's the, all same the same with this with these two schools. Yeah, they're just yeah, they're okay. You you should think of them as trade schools. It's like going to learn how to be a plumber. Like you're gonna go learn how to be a lawyer, but you're not gonna be the masters of the universe. Very rarely are you gonna be masters of the universe out of these schools. Like, what's the big law placement at these two schools? It's gonna be nil. It's gonna be really small. So I don't know what, how you think you're magically going to be practicing business law and IP law, but I just don't, I don't see it. But after speaking with a student at Loyola, she does speak very highly of the school and the connections she's made with alums in Chicago following her first year. Uh, Was she chosen by the school? This is a, (laughs) she's a fucking one L or a two L who is like gonna tell you, I mean, 
you know, misery loves company and people have cognitive bias or they have like a cognitive dissonance. You have they to don't justify the exactly. choice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> of course, the people at that school are going to tell you that they made a good decision to go to that school. <laughs> That's what they're telling you. But five you want years them to say oh, later, oops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you need to be talking to alums, working alums. You need to be talking to IP lawyers who went to this school. Actually, but I don't even want to talk to them because why N neither of these offers are good. Even well, if the alum said it, this is a true, this school is a godsend. It's going to change true. your life. It's still not worth $32,000 a year. Yeah, that's true. I, I agree. Um, but I would, and I would entirely discount the experience of one current Loyola law student. I, I, I want, I want to see if they can connect you to a single IP lawyer <laughs> yeah. Who has a background like yours? Like if you can't have coffee with a Loyola grad practicing IP law, then it just obviously gives the lie to this whole thing. Even if you can have coffee with this Loyola grad who is practicing IP law, they're going to be like, oh, well, I studied, uh, you know, biochem in undergrad. Biochem. <laughs> or I was a patent attorney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I was an engineer at first. A patent and then, agent or whatever it is that they are at the USPTO. Right. I'm a software yeah. engineer and that's my background. And that's yeah. how, I, but it's not going to be, oh, I went to Loyola and they like magically made me into an IP lawyer. She continues. Um, I really just want to make sure I'm making the right decision and setting myself up well for the future. I apologize for the long email and look forward to your response. We want you to make the right decision and we want you to set yourself up well for the future. And what it requires you to do is release your grasp on this idea that yep. you are not going to reapply next year. The first thing you need to do is you need to withdraw your application from both of these schools. If you want our advice, if you're going to follow our advice, then you need to right now, today, you need to email these schools and say, thank you very much. I've decided it's not the right time for me. I'm withdrawing my application. If you don't do that, then you're not following our advice. Sorry and to be so blunt and so direct about it, but like, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to give you directions for how to rearrange the chairs on the Titanic, because that's what you're doing here. Like you're talking about, like, there's a fucking iceberg right in front of you and you're like setting up for a wedding on the deck. Yep. You're about to spend more money than the most lavish wedding, right? <laughs> like you're about to spend just an unbelievable amount of money. And I'm afraid that your ship is going to go down if you do this. Yeah. So like, yeah, set, make the right decision, set yourself up for the future. It does not involve either of these choices. It involves withdrawing both of those applications. I wanted to see something too about Chicago Kent. I'm looking Are at the 509. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at as well. And I'm curious whether they have conditional scholarships. Oh, oh no, that could don't. make it even worse. Okay, yeah, they don't. Thank God. But still, yeah, it's such a, it's a pittance compared to their actual tuition. It's not even 50%. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's look at this other information about the scholarships. Yeah, they give 57% of their class half to full tuition. So yeah. they're, they're telling you, I mean, we can infer they're not going to say this to you out loud, but their public record indicates that they consider you 
worse than the average student who's coming in at their school. Yep. Like they, the rest of the class is a stronger applicant than you are. That's why they're offering 57% of the class half to full tuition and you're getting less than half tuition. Yep. And so, you know, your chances of even competing at this school aren't very good based on what they've seen so far from your record. So you need to take the LSAT again. You need to get a better LSAT. You need to not apply in fucking January. And people who apply in January get shitty offers. <laughs> so you did you did all these things wrong. And that's okay. But moving forward, you know, you're asking us for our advice. And uh, we're going to give it to you straight. That You need to reboot. This is a start over situation. Yeah. So one, withdraw your applications. Two, focus on the LSAT. Plan on taking it multiple times. You only took it once. Three. Which is dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. It's like they told you, I mean, the system is set up that you can try multiple times and they'll take your highest score. You're like, do it once, get a mediocre. Ah, oh, that's okay. That's good enough. Okay. <laughs> really? You don't want a free shot? You don't want multiple free shots. Uh, okay. And you're just getting romanced by their bullshit. Man. This is like the poster child. This is just a perfect poster child for somebody who's about to make a tragic mistake. And this is the exact thing we don't want you to do. You say you're an avid listener of Thinking LSAT and LSAT Demon Daily podcast for the past couple months. You know, apparently the message hasn't come through, but we're giving it to you directly right now. Dasha, withdraw those applications. Take the LSAT again. Reapply at the beginning of the next cycle. Your offers will be vastly better. These offers suck. Both of them suck. Yeah. And if you if you don't bring your LSAT score up, consider something other than law school. I'm, I'm guessing that's another tightly held belief that you just can't let go of. But law school is one of thousands of careers out there. So. You know, it does not need to be the one. Yeah. And, and if IP is the thing specifically that you think you want to do, you need to go talk to IP lawyers because I have a feeling you're going to, one, struggle even to find them. Like IP lawyer sounds fucking great, but who is an IP lawyer? Like who, who are you actually working for practicing intellectual property law? Well, you're probably working for Meta and Google and, you know, they... They're, these are going to be people with technical degrees. They're not just going to be like random lawyers. And also they're going to be people who went to Harvard and Stanford and Yale and Chicago, not Chicago, Kent and not Loyola. Good luck. I, if we're wrong, you can always tell us. Everybody should tell us that we're wrong. Uh, we like to we, we are open to being wrong. We are open to learning about this process. You can email us at daily at LSATdemon.com to tell us we're wrong, ask us a question, share some LSAT or law school admissions news. We really appreciate that. Anything more, Ben? No. Thanks for listening.